The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? What's up, my children? It's your boy, Jack Fox, a.k.a. Mr. Mr., a.k.a. It might be fucking snowing outside, but you can still catch me indoors in a vest and shorts, a.k.a. Mr. Recording this at half past ten at night, when I'm actually quite tired and should be winding down for the day, but I'm still working, putting in the grind for you guys, a.k.a. There's a very, very strong chance my mic stand might break halfway through this podcast and then it might make a big sound in your ears and I apologise for that in advance. A.K.A. Mr. Just got back from doing a quiz at Northumbria University and did I fuck up one of the questions? Yes. Does that matter? Do I really care? No. Are the students all pissed and going home for Christmas anyways? Yes. A.K.A. You fucking boy. Mr. Introduces Himself Twice, Jack Fox. And it's time for a delayed episode of Tired and Inspired. What's going on? How's it hanging? What's up? First time I've spoken to you since I have been back from America. Uh, was a lot of fun. Would highly recommend going to America and being in a relationship with Christina, but don't, because that's my spot. You understand? I had to have this conversation every night with her dog, Oscar. Mate, that's my spot. My spot. Get out of it. Don't, listen, if you're listening to this, don't get any ideas. Don't go asking my girlfriend if she wants to be your girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. Just become far too territorial. That's not who I am in real life. Really, I'm such a pussy. I'd be like, oh, oh, no, sh- we, we can share. <laughs> no, don't get any ideas. Um, no, it was cool, man. America was really good. Uh, had a lot of fun. And uh, it was cool staying with her family. I believe Christina is about to be an auntie for the third time. So uh, a shout out to Jim and Paige. And hopefully baby Henrik is here very soon. Sorry if I'm putting all the information all out there on the internet. But I know Jim listens to this and he's a good guy. And I'm excited to meet this small child that they've created. What a weird thing to say. Um, One thing that I did happen to stumble upon when I was in America and didn't mention on any of the podcasts I did when I was in America because it happened towards the end of my time in America um, was the fact that I, you already know, if you're listening to this, you already know this, but I'd just like to double down on it just so you can make sure and really like just drive the point home of this, right? Is that I have further established myself as international champion of Bejeweled. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. Last year, it would have been last year probably, when I went to did the same trip, went over to America for Thanksgiving. If you if you recall, on the plane back, they have, you know, they have the TVs in the back of their headrest of the plane. 
And uh, usually people watch movies, watch TV shows and stuff. Not your boy. I need to keep that brain activated, okay? So I'm, I've got the podcast on while I'm listening to stuff and then on my phone and then I'm scrolling through the game section of this screen and I found Bejeweled. Now, <laughs> let me tell you, again, if you're listening to this, which you are, because who else am I talking to? Nobody, if not you, listening to this. If you're listening to this and you fancy yourself as someone who, I don't know, recreationally enjoys Bejeweled when they're, let's say, on a metro journey when they've got no signal and they need to play the game on the phone. If they, let's say, wait an extra 10, 15 minutes to be picked up by somebody and then you've got an awkward amount of time where you can't really start something and you can't really finish anything but you've got an unallocated amount of time. Or let's say, let's be honest, you're sitting on the toilet and you open that Bejeweled app on your phone, you know the one where you have to get three gems in a row and then they'll disappear, then more fall down and you're moving through the levels, right? And let's just say you're listening to this and in your head you think, next time I get a short 10-15 minute break, I'll play a quick game of Bejeweled. I quite like Bejeweled. I think I'm actually quite good at it. <laughs> you think you're good at Bejeweled? Motherfucker, listen to this. Motherfucker, listen up. If you think you're good at Bejeweled, let me tell you, you cannot see me on the Bejeweled board. Look, if we play, look, and I know there's no competitive Bejeweled, but if there was, you're fucking lucky there's no competitive Bejeweled. If there was competitive Bejeweled, I am the Mariah Carey of Bejeweled. I'll walk into that arena like, do not look at me, look down. Look down to the floor when you talk to me. Do not look at me in the eye. I'm bejeweled royalty, you understand? And I know this now because I am on, last year, an international flight. Virgin Atlantic, across the Atlantic, London to Boston Airport. And I'm on the bejeweled thing, and I'll take a look at the high scores, and the high scores are already taken by people with names that aren't all just English names. These are international folks that have been playing Bejeweled. And what did I do? I had two games and came top of the leaderboard. Your boy is an international Bejeweled champion. Now, admittedly, admittedly, sometimes I can get carried away. And sometimes I end up playing Bejeweled in bed until the early hours of the morning when I should be sleeping. So... In the past year or so, I've sorted to kick the habit. I've passed the torch down. I'm the Cristiano Ronaldo of Bejeweled, if you will. My time has come, and that's fine. I've conquered all there is to conquer. I'm now a pundit. I'm on the sidelines. I'm the Gary Neville of Bejeweled, all right? And then, sure enough, sitting in Christina's house, pre uh, post-Thanksgiving, me and Christina are hanging out on the sofa. Oscar's by our side. We're having a lovely time. Now, my memory's slightly hazy, but I'm pretty certain I'm watching a World Cup game on the TV. Christina, although she's enthusiastic and although she likes sport, perhaps isn't too interested in fucking Australia versus Ghana and doesn't have a lot riding on it. So I simply suggest to her, hey, why don't you try playing some Bejeweled? And you can even have my phone with my Bejeweled all loaded up, ready for you. 
She takes it off us. She opens the app. She starts to play. I'm explaining the rules to her. I should go the special gems, the ones that explode, the ones where you can use on any colour. I'm explaining. I just go. She's starting to pick it up. She's doing. No, she's not doing so bad. I'm still invested in the football. All is well. This is what Bejeweled's for. Wasting some time hanging out. It's all good. Christina, we get a bit more comfortable. She she sort of. I do the thing. I've got my arm over the top of her. She sort of leaned into me. I can see now the game she's playing on Bejeweled. And sometimes she gets stuck. And that's fine. That's fine. The student is looking up to the master in this situation. Now, like I say, my arm's over, Christine. I'm over her shoulder. I can still kind of reach my phone if I really wanted to. Or maybe I reached out. Maybe I moved one or two little cubes for her. Maybe I gave her a little nudge in the right direction. And then maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe my patience got the better. Maybe I just maybe I just moved it one too far. Maybe's maybe's you can now start to see the pieces coming together like Minority Report. Tom Cruise, he's throwing pieces left and right, up and down. It's all coming together. It's all piecing together. I'm like that gif of Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover when all the equations are coming together. When I'm opening that bejeweled board, I'm seeing three, four steps ahead. Now, am I saying I then took complete control of my phone and finished the game for Christina? Maybe. Am I also saying I have the riz on the bejeweled board and that's the only reason Christina's with me? Maybe. Am I saying Christina is a bejeweled group? You know, the only reason she's with us is because I'm an international bejeweled champion as per the version Atlantic flight last year from London to Heathrow. Maybe. Do you want to see me on a bejeweled board? No. Not for your own good. And if you have something about you, if you have something about you, and if you know what's good for you, You'll stay away from me on the bejeweled board. And now it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by dragging out one story for 10 minutes. Think you can have a podcast? Think you're a comedian who's quite good at improvising? Then you want to try dragging out a story for much longer than what it's worth. All right, while I've got you here, I um, have some very exciting gig news. I'll get into it more in the next half of the podcast. But on this Saturday in Sunderland at the Mountain Daisy, I'm playing drums for the Red Hot Chili Pinos. I'm going to pretend to be Chad Smith and get paid for it. How fucking mental. But come see a Chili Peppers tribute band this Saturday in Sunderland at the Mountain Daisy. Daisy in Sunderland at the Mountain Daisy on Saturday at the Mountain Daisy in Sunderland Red Chili Peppers tribute band come see a show if that's what you're into and we'll see you there at the Mountain Daisy in Sunderland yay bye that's right you heard also I'm definitely going to stop doing those fucking mad intros for the second half of the thing but we are back um that's right I'm going to be playing drums for the Red Hot Chilipinos and actually looks like going forward into next year your boy is the new permanent drummer for the Red Hot Chilipinos. I remember a few years ago, I uh, put a tweet out. I used to tweet far more than what I do. Um, now I have a podcast and a girlfriend to air all those things out to. Um, but I used to tweet far much 
more than I, I I do now. And one time I tweeted that I want I, I want to be the drummer in a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band. And then since then, unashamedly as fuck, I have been messaging other tribute bands. Surprisingly, there's quite a lot of Chili Peppers tribute bands in the northeast. So I've been messaging them when they have popped up and saying if you need a, if you need somebody to fill in for a gig, if you're thinking about getting rid of your drummer, hell, if you need somebody to fill in on guitar, I'll fucking do it. And I. You know, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, I'll be completely honest with you, I went for an audition for the Reet Hot Chili Peppers uh, to be their guitarist many, many years ago, and it, it came down to me and some other guy. I know, right? Fucking can you believe that? Uh, you know I play a little bit guitar, but I'm not great, but the only things I can play on guitar are Chili Pepper songs, uh, but I can't play the, the technical stuff, because I'm not very good on guitar. I can play, like, the chords for Can't Stop, but you know what I mean? Um... Apparently, it came down to me and some other guy, and the other guy got it. So when I found there was another Chili Peppers tribute band, and by the way, how by the way, how did I find them? Because I heard them practicing in the bunker in the room opposite ours. What a coincidence! Ours being hive mind. Um, heard them practicing, found them on the bunker website, then found who they are, and then messaged them. If you need a depth drummer at any time, give me a shout. I know all the songs, whatever. They needed a depth drummer, and I've just kept my foot in the door since, and. Whatever's whatever, whatever. The other drummer is no longer the drummer anymore. And now it's your boy. Now I'm going to play Chili Peppers songs on the regs. I get paid for it around the Northeast. Like, how fucking. So, you know, I'm not going to be headlining Wembley anytime soon. But this is like my dream gig is to play Chili Peppers. Pretend to be Chad Smith for a couple of hours a night. Uh, for a couple of hours a week. Because often, I mean, I feel that. The diary's filled for next year, you know what I mean? So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I haven't announced... I mean, this is an exclusive for my podcast listeners, I suppose, because I haven't announced anything yet. They're going to announce me, apparently, after the gig. So, don't tell anyone. I know you, you just wouldn't. I know, like, five people are listening to this, but it's fine, whatever. Um, so, America. What else about America? I uh, made a list of good and bad things about America. But firstly, I would like to say, the traveling and stuff, you know, I get to see a lot of places. I get to see a lot of places do gigging and stuff as well. And traveling, I travel all the way down to London, spent some time in London, then I flew out to America, I spent a lot of different, seen a lot of different places in America. I flew into Orlando, then went up to Boston, then whatever. Um, the whole world's gone to shit, all right? The whole world's gone to shit. And I feel like England and America as two of the most powerful countries in the world and prominent countries in the world and first foot forward especially america first foot forward and england we have our you know um like we like to do things prim and proper i'm using air quotes on that i feel like in between england and america we can sort out uh a lot of things wrong in the world i think we need to start at home as well we need to start at america we need to start at england and i really honestly feel like there could be a cultural reshift in both countries and we could help each other out potentially end a lot of the bullshit that's going on if each other's countries (laughs) if we in England had Chipotle and America had Greggs I feel like that would solve a lot of the issues because Chipotle look we England Newcastle specifically we have Zabatistas right next to Central Station there's another one near Haymarket apparently it's good Zabatista's good it's nice I used to love still do love Zabatista's in fact I often make a diversion to go to Zabatista's pre-gig whenever I have a gig in Newcastle 
if you put something in a tortilla wrap with sour cream, guacamole, cheese, and rice, I'm sold, right? Similarly, in America, there's no, like, if you want something to eat, you're sitting down at a fucking Applebee's, right? There's no, like, I want to run and dash in for a Tesco meal deal, something like that. They would benefit so much from Greg's. And if you're listening to this, even if you are American listening to this, I have told you about Greg's. And if you're listening to this in England, and one of my friends, you know about Greg's. Everybody likes Greg's. We all love it. It benefits so much from having a Greg's or like a Tesco where you can hop in for a meal deal. Otherwise, I'm sitting down to fucking mozzarella sticks and a burger, and I just want like a light bite. That's all I'm out for. Anyways, I've made this list of good and bad things about America, and there's five each, and it's just uh, general, general, right? So, the good things, first of all, the five good things about America, just off the top, just surface level, whatever. Number one, on the topic of food, ranch sauce. What's in it? Who cares? It's creamy, it smells fucking awful, and I fucking love it. Pour it directly into my mouth at all times, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The stuff we get over here that has a poor excuse for ranch sauce, fucking bullshit. The one Christina's family put on the table at Thanksgiving, straight out the fridge by the way, keep that shit in the fridge, 10 out of 10, would just have a bowl of that for my Thanksgiving dinner, if that's all it was. Number two, the place is huge. Now, maybe that's good or a bad thing. The good way that I've put it is, chances are you live far away from cunts. Just geographically, the chances of you living next to a cunt are slim because you're fucking 300 miles away from your neighbour. Good thing. Isolate yourself, live in depression. Number three, Their adverts on TV are better than ours. They're funny, sarcastic, witty, and always have a celebrity in them. Kevin Hart's out there on one ad break. There's seven adverts. He's on every advert cracking jokes. I'm here for it. If I'm looking at either Kevin Hart or fucking Keith Lemon over here selling bingo, fucking Bet365, whatever the fuck, get fucked. I want Kevin Hart. Number four, similar subject. The people are actually dead nice. Even people that are fake nice, at least they're being fake nice. People, when you go in into restaurants or into a coffee shop, they, they don't, like, in England, you just say, like, all right, uh, can I get a donut and a coffee, whatever. In America, they start with, hi, how are you? Literally. Like, we, like in England, we say, all right, but we don't mean, are you all right? We just mean, like, all right, like, what's up? In America, they literally say, hi, how are you? How can I help you today? And then you respond by saying, hi, actually, the last few months has been a bit shit, but if you wouldn't mind, I'd like a coffee and a fucking donut, please. Number five, why America is good. Already referenced it, Chipotle. The burritos, the burritos. I'm just going to leave it at that. The burritos, 10 out of 10. Very good. Now, five bad things about America. Already referenced it, lack of Greg's. I'm also going to throw in there, I made a list, but I'm also going to throw in there the lack of 
Tesco's or like a Sainsbury's or a Morrison's or an Asda. You can just run in, get a quick meal deal, bounce. You've got to sit down for a fucking meal if you want a quick snack in America. Number two. Somehow, every car in America is twice the size of my car in England and I still don't fit in any of them. Every car I'm getting into, I've got to get in sideways because I'm a tall drink of water. I'm six foot 93. I'm getting in, my neck's all crooked. I'm coming back. You can't see what I'm doing because it's not it's not a video part, but I'm coming back all I'm all bent out of shape. But the cars are huge. How guys, make them taller, not fatter. Number three. America's huge, and the chances you don't live close to people who aren't cunts is also huge. In fact, you just won't live next to anybody. So it's good that you don't live next to cousins, but it's bad that you live next to nobody. You know what I mean? Four. Um, sorry to say this, but the World Cup was on while I was there. And also, you know, the big proponents of their football and the NFL. There's not enough. It just fucking sucks, man. Went to see a hockey game when I was out there. That was a lot of fun. I'd get on board if the national, if the national sport was hockey. But the NFL, I don't know what's going on, man. It's too slow. <coughs> Disgusting. It's too slow. Too slow. It's not, there's so many players on the squad, it's not like a star player that sticks out, unless it's Tom Brady, it's the only guy that I know. There's a guy called Beckham as well. He's not, he's not Beckham. Beckham's our Beckham. It's too slow. They the, the play like 10 minutes a game and they're all just running into each other all the time. I just don't get it. It's not very good. It fucking sucks. Um, And number five, going to be honest, they kind of made a boo-boo with their abortion laws. And I know that that one's a bit deeper than not having a Greg's and having small cars. But let's just be honest here. They kind of, that one, they kind, of, they, they kind of, you know, missed the mark with the abortion laws. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the dumbest segment I've ever done on this show. Um... Okay, I got through everything I wanted to... No, okay, okay, right. I will, I'll say this before I bounce, right? Let me just let me just fix this microphone stand real quick. Just one second. Just one, just right there, just right there. There we go, there we go. There we, shh, 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 there we go. Um, okay, so on the plane back, I have a... Th- I'm, like, me... This is why me and Christina are good for each other. We're both... We both over-plan. Especially something like an international flight. Are you fucking mad? I'm going to sit down two days before I take the flight and figure everything out. So the day before the flight, I'm checking the app on my phone. And uh, as soon as you can... Sorry, 24 hours before the flight. You can check in and then pick your seat. So I'm thinking I'm going to get the one... I'm going to try and get a seat near the back of the plane. Because it has more space. More leg room and hopefully more space behind you so you can recline the seat. I looked on the app and it looked like so the 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 form formation of the plane went two seats, four seats, two seats. And if you open the app towards the back of the plane it looked like it was two seats, three seats in the middle, then two seats on the other end. And on the three seats it looked like there was one seat, then where the second seat would be was missing and then two seats. So I picked the one that was by itself. I thought I'm going to get loads of leg rooms, nobody next to us to bump elbows with. Grand. <clears throat> well happy. Booked it, got it in. Didn't book it, but I, I picked it, got it in. All good. Time comes to blow the flight, get on the thing, go towards the back, and I find it. And it turns out they've just they've just taken one of the four out in the middle, and I'm just next to 
two other people. Oh, for fuck's sake. So it's no different. I don't get any extra space, whatever. Now, look. It's 2022. We're all friends here. We don't want to shame any anybody into anything else. Your boy's a big boy. Sometimes it's a bit of a squash on a plane. They try to cram as many people in as possible. It's a bit of a squash. I'll admit, your boy's a big boy. I take up a lot of room. I got long legs. I've just said I'm a tall drink of water. I'm too tall for the cars in America. How do you expect me to fit on an airplane seat? And then I see a couple coming down the aisle and... I'm, I'm a big boy and maybe the lady in this relationship was a big girl and that's perfectly fine nothing wrong with that who am I to criticize who am I to complain about anything that's just the way things go now a husband or boyfriend fiance partner skinny boy now have a just a quick think in your head for a seven hour flight if you were in that position would you not just, wouldn't you think between the two of them they could probably figure out put the skinny boy in the middle. Put the skinny boy in the middle. But that would have been the logical thing to do and of course these people obviously aren't logical. So, if you're looking from right to left in this three-seat formation in the middle aisle at the back of this aeroplane it goes me, big boy, in the middle, big girl, and on the other end, skinny boy. Now look, it is what it is, it's fine, I'm coming to terms with the fact that we're all going to be comfortable, nice, it's going to be compact, it's going to be tight, but I've still got the aisle, I've still got the aisle on my left hand side, I'm swing my legs out there and try and get some sleep and maybe the time will pass by, it'll be all fine. Now, the um, flight attendant comes, who's every flight attendant I've ever experienced has been the nicest person in the whole, I told you about the guy, when I went to Italy, I could have, if I was a terrorist, I would have fucking knocked the guy out, and that's, I'm not rating them on how tough they look, I'm rating them on how nice they are, every single flight attendant I've ever had the pleasure of coming across has been the nicest person in the world, and this person notices the fact that there's two bigger people sit next to each other, and says, are you two, are you, are you guys all together, travelling together, I said no, he said, there's a row at the very back of the plane that's completely empty if you want the whole row to yourself. Now this, music to my ears, and I'm sure music to the lady sitting next to me, I'm sure music to her ears as well. And why not? We all want as much space as possible on a plane. That's the ideal scenario. Now here is where it gets interesting. Because I'm i a fucking silly goose on this podcast. I talk a lot of shit. Yes, I'm the international Bejeweled champion. That's all fine. That's all well and good. That's my private life. That's my business, right? That's not. A, this is me as a person. This is who I am as a person coming up, right? In my, in my career, in my ambitions to be the best Bejeweled player in the world, that's one thing. And don't ever look at me in the fucking eyes if I walk into a Bejeweled tournament. You look at the fucking floor and I only want blue M&Ms in my dressing room. You understand that? That's me as a Bejeweled player. But as me, Jack Fox, the guy, this is who I am on a plane when somebody tells me there's a whole row to myself at the back of the plane. I turn to the big lady and I say to her out loud... Is it okay if I move to the row at the back of the plane? I am so scared that this lady will think it's personal that I am moving out of the way on this plane to sit at the back of the row or by myself to have loads of space and to give her and her husband more space that I asked her, 
What was I going to do if she said, no, actually, I prefer if you stayed? What was my plan then? I even said to her, nothing personal. And what did she look at? Well, she looked at me. But what did she say to me when she looked at me? Yes. And for a second, I thought you were a cheeky bitch, but I appreciate where you're coming from, because I would have thought exactly the same. What a fucking... Is it okay if I sit at the back of the plane by myself in a row where I've got more space and then give you more space and time to be with your husband so you can jerk him off under the, the blankets that they give you? Yes, of course it is. Do I now say jerk us off instead of wank us off because I've been in America for too long? Yes. Is it a problem? Not for me, but it is for you. But if it is, then you're racist, probably. Is it okay? Like, you know what I mean? As if she's, she would have been like, actually, no, I'd prefer to be really squashed next to... I mean, I mean... The best produce shot I've ever seen. But I was like, all right, lady, look, all right, man, I get the point. You know, can I just move to the back of it and can we all just get along here? I'm just trying to enjoy the flight. <coughs> Fucking hell. All right. Oh, Jesus, we're coming up to half an hour. Oh, man. Uh, also, the, the Spotify, I put the Spotify wrapped uh, um, stats up uh, this past week because there was no episode. Um, and the, the stats aren't great. They just kind of tell you how many episodes there is and how many minutes of content you've uploaded. I'll be like, yeah, I know all that. I want to see how many people listen to it. But um, I still see, you know, numbers going up. Loads of messages about um, Christina's episode. Loads of people saying very nice things about Christina being on. And I agree. She's just she's the greatest. And she, uh, uh, if I didn't have this podcast and Christina to talk to, you're lucky. You're lucky is all I'm saying. Um, thanks so much for continuing listening. I still, like I say, I get emails all the time about this is like still in the charts, still in the top like two hundred of the UK like comedy charts, and it's just fucking mental. I can't believe it. Um, I'm hoping there'll be a, another football one at the end of the World Cup. That's my plan, anyways. And then got some plans for next year, but when the time comes, um. If you're out and about on Saturday, I'm at the the Mountain Daisy with the Chilipinos. We're going to play some Chili Peppers songs. You can at least come see me dressed as Chad Smith. That'll be a laugh. I'll have a vest on and a backwards cap. Um, and I've only got one other gig. I've got, I'm playing New Year's Eve and no more comedy gigs. Although I just got some more dates off the stand. But that's again, that's going to be next year. And I'm doing some cool stuff with Felt Now as well next year. It's all, it's all, it's all good. All will be revealed in due course. Thanks again so much for listening. Uh, do tell a friend if you enjoy the if you because I got some new people coming in and listening and giving me messages and telling me they like the podcast and if you're new to the podcast and you want to share it with a friend and get them in on the silliness then I much appreciate it okay uh, I'll speak to you before Christmas hopefully and have a good week okay love you bye That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. If you're looking to get us a Christmas present, and why wouldn't you be? I think we've already established I could do with some ranch.